Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Steins, our national and presidential expert, noted author. You can find his books over at Next Chapter Books, totallyiowa.com. The Iowa Business Report and the Iowa Politics Report come to us from KXEL, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where Jeff is currently stationed. Hi there, Jeff. Hot enough for you, man. Uh, what's, what is it like down there, man? Because I've, one, of the things, one of the things I think that people don't realize in Minneapolis is, you know, as you go from here to Missouri – I mean, by the time you get to southern Missouri, it is just unbearable. It's the the, the humidity is god awful and the heat is god awful and ugh. But you know, it kind of slowly gr- climbs as you go southbound. Where are you at in Waterloo right now? Well, and again, as you cross into Missouri, the IQ level goes far yeah, down. Yeah, the it does. Goes up, but uh, ninety three degrees. <laughs> it feels like one hundred and one. Oh wow. And it's only got to get worse, buddy. How, lo- how long till the beard comes off? How long till the beard comes off? <laughs> well, I've, I've had this for 35 or 40 years, so I, you know, a little heat isn't going to bother me. <laughs> uh, I got- you don't want to see what's underneath this. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if I do. It's really, it's I don't think of, you do. I think it's kind of things have set up. All right, so I want to point out something that you had you, sent me this email. Minnesota Governor Tim Walls. Yeah. To join uh, the IDP press conference ahead of the GOP Lincoln dinner, uh, uh, this is on Friday. It's mm-hmm. basically so Walls is shooting across the border. I'm going to guess someplace, maybe Sin City, maybe uh, you know Waterloo, maybe uh, uh, Dubuque or something like that. And well, I think he's in Des Moines, isn't he? Well, I think well, excuse me, it will be Des Moines. That's right. He'll be down in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's going to go down there, and he's going to be there. And I and I, and what I say to you is, hey, you know, um, you could, uh, you know, well, I said tackle him. You'd be a fool to let <laughs> yeah. him get back to Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, ask him if Matt McNeil is his favorite radio host. And and you said, like I'm attending that. Wow, that's a shot against our governor. I'll take that. Well, no, like I'm attending any news conference of either side. Is the point. I'm not going near any news conference. Are you kidding me? Really? I mean, it is much better to sit back in an air-conditioned studio and not actually go out and talk to people, not actually go out and report news, just pontificate based upon what you see on Twitter or whatever we call it these days. No, I'm not going to actually go cover news. Evans. That has nothing to do with who's attending. Well, by I don't the way, care. As, as, as you said I that, might come see you, but not if you were at a news conference. Uh, well, you know, it does make a point. All the news people I knew down in Iowa would come back from news conferences, and their brows would just be furrowed. You know, it, it was they really seemed to not be happy. That and city council meetings really the kind of set them are off. Unclear. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. I can't hear you. I, I see your mouth moving. You I hear can. myself. All righty. I'll tell you what, maybe what we'll do is try to reconnect. You want to try to do that really quick? We'll reconnect you there. Well, this is the best of all worlds. I can't hear Matt. Oh, wow. Maybe I better disconnect and try again. Yes. Let's, let's, let's do that. Okay. (laughs) He's going to try to get, get back in touch with us. I don't know why he seemed to be listening to me. Either that or he's really good at reading lips. I mean, let's just be honest about it. So. Um, so you know, let me know when he, he pops back up. No, uh, since he, he's there, if I can take a quick moment for myself, um, I started my first talk radio show I ever did was at KASI in, um, in Ames, Iowa. 
And there was a guy there, the morning show host, a guy named Mel Crippen, and was a really nice guy. He, I worked there for three and a half years, and Mel was the guy that taught me how to do talk radio. And by the way, get him. Um, that would probably be the best bet. Mel retired. And he, I mean, and first of all, he's still alive. What? Uh, but Mel retired. He is, he long overdue. He got to be featured as the grand marshal in a parade. He got to do all these fun things. And he, he went on out there and was, uh, uh, very, very, uh, appreciated and a long career. One of the best live radio people I've ever met in my life. And he taught me a lot about how to do good radio and be appreciative of what we're doing. So a big salute to Mel Crippen down at KASI who just retired. And like I said, if you're looking to blame anyone for teaching me how to do talk radio, it was Mel. So do we have Jeff back? We have Jeff back on. Can you hear us, Jeff? No. I just got to it doesn't sound like we even have an internet connection now. Oh, this 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 is nice. <laughs> this is nice. All right. Uh, yeah. Are, are we going to go? Are we going to go? I mean, we might be going old school back to the phone here in just a second uh, on this uh, in a second. But oh, no, we can hear you through it. Okay. But uh, yeah, they're they're. So just 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205 is the phone number. Um, I got to get to Jeff about Rudy Giuliani because if you did not see this, Rudy Giuliani basically was – and for lack of a better way to say it, just amazing in his he, – he's, he's doing a Hail Mary in regards to this story about the – um, the two poll workers down in Georgia where he, he he basically went out there and threatened them and made up stories about them, made up lies about them. So do we have him on the phone now? Yes, we do. There we go. Hey, Jeff. Well, I can, I have, uh, I ha- I'm hearing you through the phone and I'm seeing you through the interweb and you can probably hear me through the interweb. I, 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 I'm, I can hear you. I, I'm glad to hear you anything because it, it, it's, it's, I was lonely. I was lonely. <laughs> I, I did. By the way, did, how much did you know Mel Crippen down there at KASI? He just retired down there. He did. Yeah. And I sent him uh, I sent him a congratulatory note. And in the true world, Heart Media, rather than actually hiring a replacement, mm-hmm. they're just simulcasting a show from Cedar Rapids. That, that, what do you mean? What do, they, what do I they, mean? They, I mean? Ames is not Ames doesn't have a local show anymore. No, from six to nine, they're simulcasting a show that's based in Cedar Rapids. That's also being in uh, being heard in Davenport. Pop your headset back on for a quick second, Patrick. Take a listen. So I'm, I'm just hearing a little bit of an echo in the background on this. So just FYI, okay? That's because we're uh, we're running. Jeff is listening to you through the phone. <laughs> Technology is wonderful. Hey, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Let's just go, let's just go right to there. Uh, he's not going to get out of this in any way easily, is he? Well, when your best defense is, um, I admit that I did not tell the truth, but it was not defamatory, and so I should not be held responsible. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, did he sign a pleading asserting that this was true and correct? Then we got a problem. If he's just spouting off, eh, he's spouting off, but... It does not help from a reputational standpoint. And again, there are criminal charges, there are civil uh, lawsuits, but there's lawyer discipline. 
And if he is making public statements, knowing they are false regarding the outcome of a case, that's a big problem. And he better hold on to the talk show because he won't be in a courtroom. Fulton County election worker Ruby Freeman and Wandira Moss sued Giuliani for defamation in December of 21. They claimed the former New York City mayor falsely asserted that the pair committed election fraud to hurt Trump in Georgia in 2020. And it's he didn't it was clear he didn't have any evidence of this at all. And so now he's saying it's protected political speech. That's what he said. I mean, you're you've got the law degree here. There is any I mean, when you get that specific about someone's individual, there is no real way that you're going to be able to use that as a defense. Correct. I mean, there's just no way. Really? Is there? Well, he's he's being sued for defamation. He's admitting the statements were false, but not that they were defamatory. These are not elected officials, to my way of thinking, in which case I just don't understand how you can say someone committed fraud, how that is, if false, not defamatory. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's basically admitted the Mm -hmm. claim, has Mm -hmm. he not? I don't care that he says it isn't, but... I mean, you you just take your own uh, take your own uh, counsel on this. If I said that you, who were you were acting as an election official, if I said you committed fraud and that's not true, mm-hmm. is that not tantamount to criticizing your job performance and making people think less of you? That's what defamatory means. Well, and then there's also the side note of the death threats and the people that followed these poll workers. And, you know, and, and it was and, and let's be honest, we now know for a fact, I mean, none of it was true. We 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 know none of it was true. He was just putting it out there as a story to just basically rile up, you know, get the conservative media in this country riled up and the conservatives of the country riled up. And, you know, you know, it, it, you know, I, I, it's amazing to me. You, we, you and I both, we're not that old. We remember, we remember back in, in 2001 and Rudy Giuliani there after the attack and, you know, America's mayor and all these things. And to see this man's fall today that he is going to lose. Did he lose his law license or is, is he about to? Did they rule on that officially? Well, he was, he was, he's licensed in multiple jurisdictions and there are multiple proceedings. Okay. And so it's frankly hard to keep track. Okay. He's not even going to be a lawyer anymore, and his legacy, no one remembers the guy anymore as America's mayor or not, you know, the, the guy that was there, uh, on, you know, helping out his own city on 9-11. No one remembers that anymore. It's just this freaking loon ball that sold out the country for Trump. Well, what it comes down to is, as an attorney, you cannot bring a claim if you know that it is not meritorious. And so if the whole foundation of the claim is based on statements that you know are not true, you are not ethically allowed to pursue that claim. Well, can I ask you That's one, the short of it. One one okay, quick quick point here, side point. So you bring up a lawyer and I have no doubt at some point Giuliani went into a courtroom somewhere and screamed, "Oh, I got these two poll workers in Georgia that are fraudulent." But that's not that's different from him going up on Fox News and saying it. It sounds to me like, you know, and, and yes, he is a lawyer, but he's trying to use his lawyer after the fact. 
to my knowledge, he's not a, you know he's not actually perform, uh, performing a legal duty when he's on as a guest on a talk show. So couldn't you even separate these statements down to say, hey, this is just some guy. This is Fox News, you know, you know, going after Dominion. It's it's just you know here you got someone making up something on on television and it was an outright lie. I mean, couldn't you? Is it better to separate those two out, or is that is that just it? It doesn't matter. If, the fact is, is no matter where he was saying it, even if he was in a courtroom or there. There's the defamation. Well, and again, there's so many different things on this. If it's a defamation lawsuit, it does not matter where he said it. Okay. But if you're talking about um, going after attorney discipline, if he is making comments outside of court on television that he knows to be false with a pending case that he has some tie to, that's big trouble. Otherwise, he's just a gas bag blowing on. Yeah. But frankly... Shouldn't we have suspected problems when he showed up at that first news conference with all the other lawyers behind him? And you remember he had used the shoe polish that morning on his head. And and again, I, I, I don't, I'm a, a vain person. I mean, let's face it. You've known me a long time. I'm all about the appearance. But when, as you perspire, your hair leaks... That's a problem. When Sean Hannity has you on his show and makes fun of you about it, which happened, okay, that should have told you this is much more about theater than it is about justice. And someone th- said to him, "Hey, that looks great. He looks like he is, needs. He's, he's leaking oil from his his drip pan." Uh, the, the, and I then, was fine with him walking out and looking. Like he had just found a box of Sharpies. I don't care. But it was the leaking, you know, the running down, the, you know, and, and then grabbing a hanky and mopping at your hair dye running down your cheekbone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and, and of course the Four Seasons landscaping, which of course that's if I'm having a press conference, that's that's the Four Seasons is where I go. Um, all right, so I'm going to go to the other one here, and I, I'm I'm going to bring this up, and I'm going to just for the listeners here. In case you didn't hear, the the Biden plea deal today in Delaware was it wasn't shot down, but the judge brought up a lot of problems that they had with this and wanted basically to say there needs to be more clarification in this. You can't just this is kind of too vague as far as what he's being, you know, what he's admitting guilt to, what the punishment's going to be, what the problem here. And and basically it was a case where they, I think the judge was like, you know, it looks like they're saying any future crimes he's going to basically be, uh, you know, no problem with. And she's, you know, she was like, no, that doesn't seem to be the case. Your thoughts on that really quick. I have not practiced law full-time for 25 years. Yeah. And I know a lot has changed, but I can't imagine that this has changed, that when two sides enter into an agreement, you actually know what you're agreeing to. And when you you show up in front of a judge and the two sides are not in concert about the fundamental terms, Matt, of the plea agreement, I don't understand this. I mean, and, and, and I've said this, or I guess I'm going to comment on this tomorrow in the commentary. This is not some overworked public defender grabbing an overworked prosecutor in the hallway and trying to sketch something out quickly while they have a judge available before they go to trial. And then, oh, I guess we forgot something. It's the son of the president. It is high profile. You haven't exchanged letters as lawyers. You didn't put this in a pleading that everybody signed off on before you came to the judge. How is it that they did not agree on such a fundamental term. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just stunned by that. And that has nothing to do with the right calling shenanigans and saying, oh, it's a, such a sweet deal, et cetera. That has nothing to do with that. They couldn't even get the deal agreed upon between the lawyers. Well, I don't understand that at all. Do you feel as if the the outrage from the right fueled them to basically, you know, say we're not necessarily cool with this? Because, you know, like I said, it did sound like it was a you know kind of set deal done. And so this thing kind of unraveling today. I almost kind of wonder if there had been pressure put on them politically saying, OK, no, 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 you, you can't you can't just go through with this. You have to, you know, dot I's and cross T's. And maybe it's your standard, you know, political family sweetheart deal. Maybe it is, you know, people are making politics. But do you feel as if any of that pressure from the Republicans maybe weighed in on the, you know, the fact that this collapsed? I don't think so. I was ready for it, too. I was waiting to hear a judge start quoting talking points from Twitter or X or whatever. Mm -hmm. But instead it was, all right, let me make sure I understand the agreement. Are you saying this, A, B, and C? Yes, we are, Your Honor. Whoa, wait a minute. That's not what it is. That's where it fell apart. It could have been neutral Judge McNeil, the hanging judge. <laughs> but you could have been there because all you're doing at that point. Hanging out, judge you mean. McNeil, <laughs> your reputation precedes you. By the grill. <laughs> Court's in we'll, session. We'll, Who wants we'll a hot the dog? Trial and then we'll hang it. Let's find a sturdy tree. You're up there just twirling a rope. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're that yes, guy. That's so me. you're simply saying that, sitting there saying, I want to make sure I understand the terms. They couldn't even agree on fundamental terms of what was or was not included. Mm-hmm. And and so, yes, I was prepared today for all sorts of shenanigans. I did not have failure to agree on basic terms on my Hunter Biden plea of guilty bingo card today. Well, and someone pointed out today that he, he's not pled not guilty. And the, the reality is, is that. You know, I it, it, the question here is, you know, do they really want to go to trial with this? Because this is from what it is. I mean, and this is just America today. You, you commit a tax problem. You really don't go to trial. It's just that's not the way things go. And so we'll have to see. I'll tell you what, when we come back, let's take a break. Come back. I want to talk about Republicans now starting to float the impeachment of Biden idea and how moderate Republicans are like, you say what now? Uh, we'll talk about that. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. Jeff Stein joining us. It is the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit. Um, so, okay, your, your Senator Grassley released what is, what could possibly be the most flimsy evidence I've ever seen to try to make drum up support. So there was this one, one interview that happened apparently with a, an individual they can't find now where this individual said that Hunter Biden was shaking down someone in Ukraine, Burisma. And that money needed to go to Joe, too. Now, once again, this is one interview with a guy that they can't find anymore. It has never been corroborated or anything like this. But once again, in the fantasy of the right, they're trying to make this into something here. Now you're hearing, and of course, the far-right howler monkeys uh, of the House, they're basically screaming that they want to have an impeachment trial and a call Obama and, 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 and rub their f- face in the dirt, that sort of thing. 
the reality is is that if the Republicans in the House call an impeachment, I'm going to make the call right now. That will cause that that will cost them the House and the Senate next year because I just think the vast majority of people here, because at the end of the day, you're going to have to prove why you you're impeaching the guy, and they just can't do it right now. Your thoughts on this. Do you think that that McCarthy is now committed? This was one of his deals he made with the far right that they have to bring an impeachment charge? They're going to lose the vote. Go ahead and bring an impeachment charge. You're not going to get a majority. And how bad is that? Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Because once again, you'd think that some of this stuff they've they've been saying, we're moderates. We're not going to do this. But yet, once again, they all get back in line and vote with the far right of the party. But this, I understand the eye for an eye, which is their philosophy, which I don't agree. I, I, I just don't think they're going to get a majority, okay? Mm-hmm. But to your point then, if you try impeachment and fail, you've lost the majority. If you succeed by the barest of margins, it's never going to be a conviction through trial in the Senate. You once again have lost your majority. I mean, I just do not see it. And and I asked Grassley about that form a couple of weeks ago, and I don't really buy the, the argument where he said, well, it should be out for the public to see. <laughs> well, yes, it should be out. But again, I, I just – I don't think it went anywhere. Well, and were you surprised? flat-footed. Wait, since you talked to him about this, were you surprised when he released it individually and said, here it is, here's the smoking gun? Paraphrasing. When he then said, well, I just think it, you know, it's a public document. It's not confidential, so it should be released. I just I just didn't uh, that did not. I mean, that's that's the argument. But I think that's splitting hairs, quite Mm -hmm. honestly, because what you're doing is saying I'm going to release any document from any whack job that's not corroborated. And journalists should not be running with that. The story mm-hmm. being that it's released by a government official, yeah, big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's, that that that's not journalism. Well, and it's not, and it's and it basically is. Where's the evidence of it? They can't even find the guy that made the statements, and I mean that's going to be, I think, a part of the trial. You're going to have to find someone. Well, I said, where are the where are the recordings? Yeah. We haven't heard anything of the recordings. Well, it, it's uh, it's just the assertion that's made by this party. Okay. That that they're all their Hunter and Joe Biden stuff for the most part keeps just falling apart. They keep trying to make it happen, and Fetch is just not going to happen. Uh, Jeff Stein, once again, you can listen to this replayed over the weekend. Uh, Jeff, of course, of the Iowa Politics Report, will post it later. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk to you next week. Hour two is up next.